family how's everybody doing today made it through another week nice day to get today uh gonna get a little bit of snow i think tonight a little bit always looking forward to that no complaints 
This is Kilted Christian, episode 552. Douglas is here. We are going to be chasing squirrels this evening, guys. So uh, buckle up, man. We're going to go over a lot of the craziness that's going on in this world right now. So let's get to it. We are many nations around the world, comprised of many cultures, but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We're the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. And for those of you that are joining us right now that did not get a chance to say hello to, God bless you and thank you so much for joining us. Hope you all had an absolutely beautiful week. Um, like I said, we're going to get a little bit of snow, going to brighten up the day. Uh, Mama McGregor's birthday is tomorrow, so we're going to be celebrating that, cook her some dinner, taking her out, getting out of the house for a little bit, uh, just spending some good old uh, mom-son quality time together. So it's going to be nice. But uh, we'll go ahead and bring in Douglas tonight. Douglas, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, bro. How are you doing? I'm doing... I'm doing good, man. We, uh, there's so much going on in the world right now. I just, it's hard to, to tell which way to look. I, I, I keep looking up. That's a safe, that's a safe bet. <laughs> that, that's about it right there, dude. Looking, I think that's the only thing we can do. I, well, after the show tonight, um, before I get to work, I'm actually going to go out with my really good lens on my camera and I'm going to see if I can't spot our, uh, our men on the moon or, or, or our new, uh, <laughs> our new, <laughs> Let's not go there first. Are I, we going there first? I should be we able. We have not been to the moon, boys and girls. <laughs> it's all on a backstage lot in Hollywood. Oh man! Yeah, I just it, well, I just find it hilarious because I'm, you know, I, I I haven't gotten involved at all with any conversation about this on social media, but I have been watching and seeing what everybody was, you know, commenting on, and you know. Let's put, let's, let's face it, man. The, they're still using animated footage. <laughs> you oh, know what I'm dude, like it was, it's horrible. It was CGI. Um, and then the one thing where the camera was on the moon already as the, the ship was coming down and they're like, oh, well, these guys invented this camera, um, you know, and they had it sent there first. And I was like, well, what about the camera that was on the moon the last time that thing landed? And uh, yeah, and who set the tripod up for that momentous occasion when, he came down and said, one step for mankind yeah. one, or one, yeah, all so, that. Who put the camera there? So was Armstrong really the first one to step on the moon or was no. it was it Ben Billings, the cameraman? It was Ben Billings, the cameraman. He had to be there first. And I want to know how they got him there. Did they, did they shoot a, did we have a rocket launch before the it was main a, one? Yeah, it was, it was a separate ship. It they was just, a secret. It was yeah. one of them secret ships, wasn't it? It was the production ship, man. The, you well, know? that's the production <laughs> ship. <laughs> that's about like the trailers that follow behind the rock concerts and set everything up. That was the roadies. No, exactly. They sent to space so, roadies. So the real, the real heroes, the real heroes of the, uh, of the space roadies. <laughs> dude, I watched a clip here the other day of the buggy going across the moon. And if you watch the character, the, the char I'm going to say character, when you watch the character in the buggy, there's no movement of it as it, when it's hitting bumps. It's still straight up. The head doesn't turn. And, oh, the steering wheel isn't turning either. And I'm sitting there going, how can you not see this? Yeah, you know, you know? I, let's, let's put it this way. Um, <laughs> let's put it this way. When I was a kid, um, I grew up uh, in North Florida. So we weren't too far away from what was then um, the Kennedy Space Center. I believe it's called Cape Canaveral now. It may I may have reversed it. Maybe it may have been Cape Canaveral and it's Kennedy Space Center. And I can't remember. 
But we used to go there all the time. That was like, you know, your field trip that every kid in Florida would go to. Oh, yeah. And I remember looking at the, uh, you know, the, the little thing that supposedly landed on the moon. It even may have been a recreation. I don't know. But nonetheless, it was supposed to be a, a replica. And, dude, I, my first question was like, you know, that literally looks like what my mom wraps meat in when she's cooking food in the oven. Um, dude, I- <laughs> I was I was like 12 years old at that point going wait a minute man that thing was in space yeah it got through the Van Allen belt and all that stuff if there's and again that goes back to if we can get to space yeah and with Everett um, Von Braun putting Psalms 19 on there um, on his tombstone he pretty much saying there that we can't get to space there's I, look, you know, we we've talked about it before. We've been lied to so much about about so much. I mean, even NASA's deception. I mean, there's there's a lot of of questions. And you know, like I said, okay, you know, at the very least, my first question about this is like, let's let's just rule out the fact that it's possible or impossible that it's happened or not happened, and let's ask ourselves why so much money is being spent to land another little tinker toy up on the moon. When we've got poor people here and Ukrainians to send money to, to give them war material so that they can fight Russia, you know, the important <sighs> stuff. So oh, yeah, don't keep, I'm just one. I had to put my sigh in there. Just, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go keep finishing. Your no, that was there, my, brother. that was my sarcasm, but, no, well, but in know, all but seriousness, in all seriousness, um, what is, what is space exploration getting us? You know what I'm saying? What's the point of spending the billions, trillions, and quadrillions of dollars that it costs in this stuff when we literally have things right here on this earth that, that we do need to focus on? And that Child was my whole point. But yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, that's all it is. What are we going to get from the moon? I'm going to go back here to something that, uh, that Steve Cusick dropped earlier and say that the only thing that would be worth putting that much money into going to the moon would be to see the Transformers that landed on the other side of the moon. <laughs> yeah, I want. I want to see the. I want to see the ship that the Transformers uh, came here first with, because that was pretty good in that movie. I mean, uh, oh, I've been getting into it with a few people and pointing out the documentary movies that they've been making. Yeah, because all the movies that they make are pretty much documentaries. And I was listening to a video, and the guy says, "Well, what is it? This thing that they do have to tell you what they're going to do because." They they are doing programming on you. Now, I don't know if it's beta programming, alpha programming, delta or gamma. I have I don't I, I gotta go back over to the, the meanings of each one of those programmings, but um they are using one of those programmings on people now. I mean, that's how they're lulling everybody into this. It, yes. They do have to tell you what they're going to do because it's it's them casting it's it's them getting the permission to do it to us. Well, yeah, because, you know, we talked about too, is that, you know, Satan himself is a creation of God. Satan, well, sure. Satan has rules, you know, there, yes, he, he yes. has things to abide by. And I think part of that, you know, like you said, was um being that they have to tell us what we're doing because, you know, and I don't know all the specifics of it, but I do know that, um, you know, saying that good people standing by and doing nothing aren't much better than the person who's doing the evil themselves. So whenever we watch a movie or we listen to music and, and we're hearing them tell us what they're planning on doing by giving them their, by giving them our money, we're saying, giving them an okay by not speaking out against it. We're giving them the okay. So that's kind of 
how they get away with doing it because they're like, okay, well, they didn't try to stop me. Therefore, they've given me permission to do it. Well, dude, let, let's, let, yeah, because let, let's go into the programming thing. Let's talk about John Wayne Gacy. All right. Actually, let's let's do so, man. I actually because, studied those guys um, a because, lot in college. Yeah, because John Wayne Gacy, when he was being tried, he said he did not kill all those people mm -hmm. because he had people that were working for him. And one of them, his name was, I think, Gene Carroll. And it come to find out that they could have been the ones because they had they had um, access to his property. They had access because they were working for him. Yeah. And so those serial killers are, and this is what's bad. Most of your serial, how serial, serial killers are um, MK Ultra people. Matter of fact, um, every one of them are. You're 100%. Like I can, right off the top of my head, I'm just going to go. Um, you, you mentioned John Wayne Gacy. For those of you who don't know who John Wayne Gacy is, he was a serial killer, lived in Illinois. Um, he, he, he dressed up like a clown named Pogo. And he killed young boys, lured them into their house, um, had his way with them, and then buried them below his house and covered the smell up with lime. So that's basically – and he got away with it for a while until the smell started coming out. But John Wayne Gacy was 100% part of that MK control program. Yes. He was definitely the, part of it. Um, and then the person that was working for him was part of it yes. as well. Same with, you uh, know? Same with uh, Charles Miles Maddox, also known yes. as Charlie Manson who was definitely a part matter of fact uh he was one of the lsd experiments he was matter i did more digging i learned more about him i mean i studied a lot you know because that was what i was going to school for it was uh you know um serial profiling um behavioral analysis and so forth so, i mean these are the people that you you really study i learned more about manson after um i got out of school because I started understanding what the MK project was and all this other stuff. And then you started seeing his connections while he was in jail. The, the people in power in the government that actually bailed him out of jail, put him into the space that he was in. And Manson, as far as we know, never like murdered anybody. No, but he taught murder. People, yeah. He taught people. He was a programmer. It. He was a programmer. Exactly. Yes. He was, he, he was, was also he a was, product, but he was yes. a product to be a programmer. Yes. And, um, shoot, I had this name too. The the man they called the Black Sorcerer, um, Cindy Gol Gil Gilbert Gilbert Gilbert. Um, truth topped it out last night because I can't remember because I've been over so much stuff here. But this guy was the one that started the LSD experiments. Yeah, Albert and Albert, the, Albert Gottlieb. Yes, yes, that's it. Did he put it down there? Yes, yes he did. Yep. Awesome truth. Thank you, man. Yeah, Albert Goldlet, he is the one that started the LSD experiments. And what people don't understand, too, through that whole time right there, they, when the Vietnam War started and the protests started, they knew people were getting out of control, and they could have. So they were using, they were taking liquid LSD and putting in these people, and that's why you had the Berkeley thing. Yeah, that was, uh, they were. The Berkeley shootings that happened with the National Guard. Yeah, Berkeley, that was, um, yes. Kent State. Yeah, Penn State. That's or, what I mean. No, yeah. Kent, Kent State, Ohio. The yes, the that, Kent, yeah. yeah, Kent State massacre. The one school shooting that the government doesn't want to talk about. Yes, because they are the ones that they are the ones that did it. Because they had those kids so hyped up on LSD, they didn't know what them soldiers actually were, mm -hmm. and that's why you saw them sticking flowers well, in the barrel of the gun. Exactly, and it's also you know because they started this experimentation. Because you got to think, is it you know MK control the MK project, the Monarch project. 
Um, yeah. Oh, that's it, just one of them. <laughs> it, it's so deep. It, there's so many different forms of it. And one of the, like, you know, one of the forms would be subliminal messaging, which we talked about before the show. Uh-huh. Other forms are so blatantly in your face that, you know, everybody <laughs> notices except the brainwashed who are just sheep and they just buy into it. So it's so Dude. easy. But then you've got the deeper forms that involve violation, LSD, and they were doing the original experiments in uh, Vietnam on the yes, actual that, soldiers. That's what, yes, yes, that's what something um, Azriel brought up that it started with Vietnam and the people that they killed in Vietnam because of that. And two, there was, I heard the story of a platoon that they gave the LSD to to see how the soldiers would react to it. And they ended up killing each other. Each other. They didn't. They, yeah, they, they wiped the whole, the whole platoon out, maybe but one person, but yeah. They they all killed each other and well they put it in their know, they put it in their oatmeal. Yes, and so, I didn't know how they did it, but I knew they did it. And you know, you get into the the Manson thing, and that's why Manson was in comfort when he was in the prison. He Manson didn't Manson wasn't just in general pop. He had everything he wanted in that no, jail cell, they, dude. And they they, they were keeping him still controlled. But he when he did those interviews and you, and when he's when he was going. You haven't a clue how high and how deep this is. Yeah. And people thought he was nuts. No. no. Yeah, they literally. He wasn't nuts. Because he went to, to prison for some major crimes um, that were before all the murder and the Manson family thing. And literally, he was removed from these prisons by, like, people that were up in the higher up in the government. And then putting him into these programs. So he disappeared for a little bit and then came back out. And one thing about him is he was the ideal candidate for this because – Charles Manson as a kid was born to a prostitute and yeah. was and was raised by his grandfather. So yeah. his grandfather was like hardcore um he wa- he called himself a Christian but he was not like a typical Christian. No, he, no. He wanted he, to, he was off the edge. Yeah, and he and he wanted to make Charles to be more of a man so he would dress him up like a girl put, make a transgender yeah. and send him to school so like Charlie was having to fight and defend himself and was like off from the beginning because of the, the, the way he grew up, got into crime, ended up going on the streets um, by himself to get away from that. And then ultimately ended up, they were like, Oh, this is the perfect person for this because no one cares about him. So let's use him as this. And I'm going to go real quick and go. What Devo says is that they have done most of the school shootings and majority of these things are all MK controlled. All of it. And I, think that is what they call the beta the beta um mk ultra because that gets them to do that and then they either get shot by the police or they end up committing the suicide that's why you never see anyone because these are mk altered people that have been programmed to do this and you know um when you start talking about like they were talking about the serial killers um those people were put out here to do what they did because they wanted to see what, what, what it was going to do. And again, they, they didn't care about the people, but the one that comes to mind to me, do you remember in Russia? Um, because Russia was doing some pretty dank, um, MK ultra, um, experiments themselves yeah. where the guy was going from train state. He would get on a train, get off of the train station, and then he would kill someone, get back on the train, go home. They finally ended up catching him. This is the dude that got naked in the in the courtroom and started going off. But when they finally did convict him, they just took him into the back room and shot him in the back of the head. 
yeah, that's how they that, that you get rid of the you get rid of the, the suspects, you get rid of the yes. crime and the evidence. And so, you know, and even today, um, and I'll be honest, like the last like 20 or 30 that's happened, I haven't really paid attention to because I know I don't even need to look and do my research anymore. I know that they had the same connections to all the ones in the past that I've researched and they've all had a therapist. Okay. Now break that word apart. Therapist, the rapist, <laughs> like no, seriously, it um, is. That's exactly what it is. It's, it's the rapist it, of the mind. It's a violation of the mind. Exactly. And, and every one of these kids that end up in these, um, shootings, they all have a therapist at some point in their life that where, where, um, and, and then I bet you, in a matter of fact, on multiple occasions um, of digging, it's oftentimes the same like four or five therapists. No matter where it happens in our country, the same therapists are moved around in order to yes, yeah. Yes, they are, and it's it's like this one here in 1993. Barkowitz claimed in a TV interview with Terry that he had been a member of a violent satanic cult that had orchestrated the murders as part of a ritual sacrifice said Baritsky. i had gone to a party in the neighborhood and i met some interesting people there interesting berkowitz claimed because they were um satanists berkowitz we began to talk about the occult and it just came up he said he would go with the group to a park in yonkers berkowitz and they'd get people high go through some rituals they were into the occult and met some people there and they said they'd end up doing sacrifices there. Mm -hmm. And these are all MK Ultra people. Yep. Um, and this was this was a therapist that got these people into it. And we were talking, they're talking, you know, high politicians. Um and this this is this is one that gets me because of the <clears throat> you remember the Oklahoma suicide murder that happened here about eight months ago. Yeah, yeah. I know the guy, the guy shot his wife, shot his kids, and then shot mm -hmm. one of the kidnapped kids, and then committed suicide. They let the people go in there without closing it down as a crime scene and going through everything. And this lady had detailed reports. Right there is your MK Ultra, and your child, your child sacrificing. But that also turns into what they do as far as they they train these kids to be they to be snuff victims yes and, and and snuff films are more prevalent than what people think these kids are just it's it's so sick that you could program somebody they the one i got into is they they would sit there and beat a guy and beat a guy and if he started screaming out then they would electroshock therapy him mm -hmm. to make him quit screaming well until the point he got to where he could take the abuse. That's the problem though, is it, um, it gets to a point where you're not, you're no longer, you've gotten, you've, you've accepted the abuse. You've grown to, you know, kind of deal with it. And then you're just thankful that it's not worse. Yeah. You know, so you become and, like super complacent and you know, so you just brought up the, the porn industry. Um, oh yes. The porn see, industry is, that is you, you, is all is yeah it's almost MK yeah, Ultra too. it's like majority mk and here's the thing yes too, is you know you think about this you know and i've i've had conversations too because you know we discuss that you know people have given their testimonies about pornography and that's one you know people talk about getting over their drugs and their alcohol well before they'll talk about this one but the problem with this one too is that a lot of the the 
I don't want to call them stars because they're certainly not stars, but the actors and actresses in this industry are MK products. They were trafficked into this. And yep. even as adults, it's like you just said, it becomes to the point where you absolutely get used to it to the point where they even seem like they're enjoying it at this point. But if you guys go back and you see the movie, um, I think it was called Lovelace that really, oh, yes. <laughs> it, it shows how violently these people get pulled into it. And often these, yeah. they're, they're being pulled into it when they're like really little. So by the time, you know, they're like 18 years old, it's all they know. And it, and that's the scariest and saddest part. And it's all MK control as well. Um, do you, you know, you ever heard of Jenna Jameson? Oh yeah. Okay. She's speaking out big time. Yes. Now, dude. That's why, yeah, that's why I brought her up because I'm, um, I've been, I had followed her a while on Twitter because she came out and opened up. Apparently she yeah. was in the industry for a while and was one of the big stars. And she came out and told, you know, the, the perils and how evil this is. And like literally went through basically everything, how she got pulled into yep. it and then how she ended up having to escape it. And her life's been threatened a lot since she came out and started exposing this. And I'm glad because she found God. Um, got away from the industry, you know, has a family now and is mm -hmm. now trying to expose this industry. You know, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Well, well, look at Tracy Lords back in. This is one of the older actresses that got into it when she was like 16 years old. And they think that she was a byproduct of her mother being an MK Ultra person that got her in there because she as far as it goes like with the the way that porn went after her it went they just it took, went to another level oh you know um and, and that's the whole point with that is again they're using these people to mk ultra mm -hmm. men and women to get into that you see and that's the thing is it, it it's all magic man it, it's all magic they get mk to get into the business and then ultimately by watching it in a way you're getting mk too because you're being pulled directly into what god doesn't necessarily want you to do at all is lusting over people and 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 then especially like i said is that you know one of the other videos that i had made talking about the child trafficking specifically talks about how that industry um, in particular funds the majority of the trafficking going around the world. So those people that are purchasing this product, no different than us paying our taxes are funding some pretty nefarious stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and, and they talk about, you know, this video, they were talking about like Ted Kaczynski. I don't know if people understand that this dude was a genius. Mm -hmm. He was, he was doing Harvard work when he was 15 years old, I think is what they were saying. And his IQ was up to like 145, 160. Yeah. But he was an MK Ultra victim, and that's why he was doing what he was doing with the bombings. You know, it, it's, um, and we can go to Timothy McVeigh. Um, it, it's amazing because there was a couple things that happened as far as like with McVeigh and I think Waco. I'm wanting to say that happened in April, the week that the Pagan Festival starts. Mm-hmm. And this is what I was bringing up to somebody at work. I said, understand this. We got a solar eclipse coming the week before their pagan festival holiday. Yes. And you don't think things are going to get stupid now? Well, we just had the whole the whole um, telephone networks and yeah, hospitals we, just so, go down yesterday. So speaking of that, <laughs> so last, last oh, yeah. night on the show, 
I'm like, you know, and I have to apologize to Jeff and everybody else out here. I like literally was like, and don't forget the balloon. You guys remember the balloon? The balloon. <laughs> and now like there's literally another balloon over us today, right? Um, last it was seen was over in Colorado. Um, really? Yeah. So, so we're dealing with that all over again. Well, um, and that's our government. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going along with that's the Chinese. That is not, that's the people that the 13 families have in control of America are the ones that's doing this. Yeah. It's, it's not, it, it's not a foreign government thing because in the big scheme of everything, they are all working together. You know, um, yeah. man, it, it's like with, to, to come to the realization that you have a sun god in the harbor in New York City, mm-hmm. that is a representation of the sun god. Oh, they're all over the place. Straight up. I yeah. mean, the seven rays coming out of the crown, the, the flame that the, um, that the statue is holding is, I think it's St. Germain's flame because it's three flames and it goes along with Satanism. Um, and and another thing that would be a hard reality for people to understand too is our founding fathers were Freemasons. Yeah. Washington, Franklin. Now I don't know if Jefferson was, but for the biggest part, America was nothing more than a Freemason experiment. And they have infiltrated this country to the top or the hill. I mean, even in our religion, this is where, and this is where the Knights Templar, <laughs> them poor bastards um when they got rid of them because of the french the french um king that they owed so much money to he's the one that had them killed but what come out of that was the jesuits and the jesuits are nothing but an army of the of yeah, the, they're the, the roman church yeah, they're the roman army exactly yeah they're the roman army because actually the, the catholic church is nothing more than rome it is yeah. still Rome. That is Rome. Oh, no, yeah. See, well, Jeff and I were talking about, like, you know, as you and I were discussing before the show about, um, you know, the Pope coming out recently. You you were talking about specifically about how he's kind of supporting the whole LGBTQ and the transgender thing, which is like completely not what we believe or what God said. No. As well as um, telling you to search within your own heart and seek your own commandments when God gave us you know, covenant commandments already. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we need to try to abide by this. We're still sinners, but you know what I'm saying? Like God didn't say create your own commandments. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, people are going to be like, well, thou shalt party. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't work like that. Yeah. And and again, the Pope, even um, with the Pope, people don't understand that the Pope is like a Roman emperor. He has the Pontus. What's that word I'm looking for? Pontus. Um, Maximus, mm-hmm. he is the he is the Roman leader. When when a pope is put in place, he's put in place for life, just like a Roman emperor was. And the only way that you can become a pope is if your bloodline is of the thirteen families that run this world. That's the only way you can become a pope, and that's it. I mean, and that's that's why they that's why you see the pictures of the Pope kissing the fingers or the hands of the Rothschilds, yeah. the Borg- the Borgias, and then the rest of them, because he is, he is just their dog. You know, it's all he is. Oh yeah. I mean, it's very much like, I'm not, I don't know how far it goes back, but I do know like there was right after Napoleon just ravaged everything. 
the uh, Vatican needed money to repair. And I know there was a deal made with the, with the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers at that point where they basically were like, we'll take care of this. Okay, cool. Well, how long do we have to pay you back? Well, here's the thing. You don't have to pay me back with money. Um, we get to choose the Pope's from here on out. Well, it wasn't the Rothschilds. It was, um, I want to say it was, no, that that's when it changed to a German family, but you could be right with the Rothschilds because, Napoleon was a Freemason. Yeah. He was part of the Brotherhood, or if you want to go along with that, Napoleon was a Freemason. As long, uh, even this, this Masonic thing is so bad and so deep um, that to understand who the people are that are Masons in this country. Well, he was a Jesuit. Yeah, I think he was a Jesuit. I think, yeah, Jeff said, yeah, that uh, Napoleon was a Jesuit. So he falls right into that category because yeah, they were well, the, like the well, Masonic the Jesuits army. were worse than the Freemasons yeah. because the Knights Templars, when the, the, the last of the Knights Templars that left, they got into the, the Masonry part of it. And that's where they used part of the Templars' knowledge to turn anything, everything into the Masons. And that was during, I think, um, Boliv or it was, um, in Germany's when that started, and that they're connected them. to the Knights of Malta too, right? Uh, not the the Knights Templar, but the, the Roman Catholic Church yeah. is. Yeah, they're tied to the Knights of Malta, and it's still just all it is is a military arm of the yeah. of the Roman Empire. Yep, that's all they are. You know the Jes and the worst thing about the Jesuits is is when they came, and that's like <laughs> the the Rock Rockefellers and all that. They're Jesuits. And yeah. if you know about old man Rockefeller, what did he do? He got into the pharmaceuticals. He got into the colleges. He started your, um, uh, oh, shoot, your, um, your, your biblical colleges, your, um, what's the word for it? Starts with an S. Um, but he also got into all the other things. So most of your, most of your colleges that were St. Oh, what's the word for a, a, a college? Jeff, what is it? Seminary. There yeah. it is. Thank you. Oh, so much stuff. Um, But yes, he's the one that backed and paid for the seminary. So the seminaries were teaching Jesuit ideas. And when you start looking at it and you start seeing all these um these images, it's like the, the robes that these guys wear that have the IHS on it. That's got to do with Iris, Isis, and Horus, and Seth. Yeah. No Seth. And you go, man, it, it's it's sun god worshiping. They have brought to America in the churches. They are still having people worship the sun god, Satan. No, they, yeah, absolutely. Or if you want to, it's it all started with Nimrod. Nimrod well, was the first sun that, god. That's who they kind of, yeah, that they kind of look at him as like an original antichrist. Like he definitely... Is, well, is a, a form of a leader within these bloodlines. But, you know, you and I were talking about earlier is that even these bloodlines clash with one another. So you've got, okay, Astor bloodline, the Bundy bloodline, Collins bloodline, DuPont, Freeman, Kennedy, um, Lee, Onassis, Rockefeller, Rothschild, Russell, um, Van Dyne, and uh, Merovingian. Yeah, you're, you're missing a bunch. Well, no, those are the I thirteen, I, but I mean, but other families. Um, oh, are sets the, of the old families. European. The, we're yeah. talking about the old Phoenician families. But then you've also got the uh, the Borgia, the Borgias, the Messinis, the, the uh, um, and the, the the Kennedys were just part of the 
even the Rockefellers, they were just dogs to these other families. Oh, no. exactly. That's the thing, though, is that the families you know? that I just named, um, Pesor yes. is another one. See, the, if, you're, <laughs> if you're hearing the name, then they're not really, they're still puppets themselves. Even the well, Rockefellers, Rothschilds, they're all puppets to something else. I mean, at the very least, Satan's at the top of that pinnacle. Oh, he is. But but wasn't John, wasn't John Kennedy's dad um, a Knights of Columbus? Yeah, um, Kennedy was. Um, the Anastases were as well, which was the mm -hmm. the wife, you know. So and yeah, that's like one guy put it. He said Kennedy was the checkmate because Kennedy was going. Kennedy was playing the white or the light squares of the check chessboard in '63 to get control from the dark side, and that's what we're playing right now. Is we're playing. It's like one person put it. Like we were talking before the show, Satan is the male. And the dark spot on the on the board, whereas the white or the light side is the feminine, which is Lucifer, and that's where you get into your 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 sect from the Merovichis and everything that went into France and everything after Jesus was um, crucified. They took off and went through the France and Spain and all that, and these are the families that are fighting this other side and it and it's all you still got somebody that's at the top that is saying this is how it's going to play out see it's it's our lives that satan and his minions are playing with and it's just a silly game to them so like it's not a matter of life and death with these families that are battling for control to them it's just a game of chess like but we're the ones that it are is. sacrificed you know during and all it, of their... and, and it's a soul war and it's not got to do anything with money it's got to do with souls well you know and you had also said too you know about the, the like the, a great thing is the flooring of the, the masonic flooring and stuff where you always see like the black and white plan mm -hmm. you know because because mm -hmm. like everything about satan baphomet ball like there it's all about duality and, and we're you know whether it be um, light and dark, feminine and masculine, good and bad. Like they try to play both sides, but they're only one side. Yeah, Jeff, they're, they're about knowledge. God's about wisdom. So there, there's literally, you know, a battle between um, bad and or good and evil right now. That it's becoming more apparent, I think, to people. But they don't realize how deep it goes and how long this has been playing out. Like the, the devil's playing a long game. He's been on this earth for a long time. No one knows scripture better than Satan. Um, and he's playing a long game. Like, you know, our lives are short in comparison, you know? So everything that they're doing right now is trying to basically deceive us to lead us down a different path. Now I'm going to play this quick little clip. All right. Go ahead. And then we'll discuss this one. So this right here is a great example of what's going on. And it's also a great example as to how, um, people are so manipulated and, and in a form, this is MK control. That's one of the devil the, that's, you know, they call it magic. It's science now, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's all about the deception. So listen to this real quick and we'll discuss this. Just a little update about the religion that we're starting. It's going to be pretty cool. I've been getting the input from all kinds of people from different religions, Catholics, Protestants, Buddhists, Muslims, Jewish people, everyone, even Unitarians. And we've been compiling a different list of things that we like from each religion and things that we don't like. So we're going to be picking all the best parts of each religion and leaving the crap behind, you know, the sexist part, the homophobic part. We're not going to include any of that. Nobody's going to be allowed to pin down babies and circumcise them, for example, in our religion. And 
and everybody's going <laughs> to just have to be striving yeah. to be as vegan it's as possible. It's crazy. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have potlucks every Sunday after service. It's going to be dancing. It's going to be amazing. Let us know your comments. What do you <sighs> want to include? Jesus. Just when you think you've heard it all. Do you ever oh. wonder why people are so upset with the word of God? Why is always Jesus that gets the most hate out of all religions? See, that's what I want to leave it at that. And she's dead on. Of well, she is, but that's almost new age religion there. What what the lady was talking about? Well, it, well, I don't know, man. I've been hearing so much stuff now. I could be wrong on that. No, yeah. she, she was ahead. basically, Go ahead. Uh, this is like. This is what scripture talks about them pushing the world into like the single form of government, single form of religion. She was literally saying what we're going to do mm-hmm. is we're going to take the beautiful parts of every religion that we like, and then we're going to leave everything else behind. So, you know, <laughs> so basically, you know, all the fun stuff we're going to take with us, but all the stuff that inconveniences us, you know, that, that God <sighs> says, follow me, accept me into your heart. I'm the only way let's, let's leave all that stuff behind, you know, we'll decide you know, what's good for us. And then we'll move it forward. And, and and you hear how she's selling this. She's all like, all gentle and sweet. Like we're a loving religion. We're what tolerant. Like Christ consciousness. That, that's kind of where this is all going to go. And, there- and Christ consciousness is uh, one thing that they say, Christ, that's how Christ is going to come back is in Christ consciousness. And that's wrong. No, no, absolutely. You know, like he's um, going to come back in the flesh and he's going to be pissed off and you don't want to be in the way of his sword and fiery eyes. He's already pissed off. I mean, um, yeah. And and seeing this is the crazy thing about this. I got this little thing here. Um, Like the, like Billy Graham. um, He was national. He wasn't known until 1949. Thanks to millionaire William Randolph Hearst influence and financial backing all the presidents and many leading politicians worldwide. Billy Graham was a 33rd degree Mason in North Carolina. Yeah, he was a Mason. He was a Freemason. That's how Billy Graham got to where he was. Anybody that has anybody, any of your entertainers, your musicians, for the most part, if they are out in the open, they are controlled MK ultra or, they have been bought and put in, and they are in a group. Yeah, and I, yes, Billy Graham was a Mason. Yeah, and it's on know. the record. It's on the record in there. Yeah, I don't know much about about Billy and Graham. To because you got to understand. Well, look at his son, Franklin Graham. Franklin Graham was out there going, "You need to take the to shot. take the vaccine." See, now that was and, yeah. I, I and see, but and him yes, and and they also were funded by the USAID. And that money was supposed to, oh, what was that money supposed to be for? Um, damn, I can't remember what it was for now. But yes, he was funded by the, again, our, gov- our so-called government that is a Freemasonry co- government that, you know, wants to put these people in place. You know, you, you even get into like Joel Osteen, all these other big mega churches. Um, answer me this question. If if the Bible and the Bible does not if but the Bible says do not store your wealth up on he- on earth yeah store but in heaven in heaven exactly um, why it does um, oh um, shoot how did I lose his name because he's the craziest one be worth three hundred million dollars Bill Darkhead when it looks evil as hell um, he's got seven jets three houses. 
And you know who I'm talking about. Oh, I just lost his name. No, you're talking about um, Copeland. Kenneth Copeland, Kenneth right Copeland. there. Oh, man. That Thank guy, you, Truth. That guy gives me You're coming through tonight, buddy. I love you. Um, yes, Kenneth Copeland is the highest paid big church TV evangelist there is at $300 million. And if he's supposed to be saving his wealth in heaven, um, I don't see him getting to heaven, dude. I mean, I saw that one video where he's like, how could I not buy that jet? God made it so affordable. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> there's people out there that are literally going, I just want a piece of bread. And you're like, how could I not buy that $25 million airplane? Um, you know, real well, quick. I'm going to tell you real quick, though. If, if you are trying to make money off a of father, you're a piece of shit. No, That's I, all I got to say. And I will not respect you. I will not give you the time of day. Um, I might pray for you that you figure it out. But if you sell father, you are a piece of shit. And because most people don't have a pot to piss in. No, and you're wanting yeah. and you're wanting money from these people to what are you what how are you furthering them because like in the old days you had your Jews your your Pharisees and they worked with the Romans back in them days and they did not want to give up all their nice little furniture their clothes and everything but the but the beginning Christians who weren't really Christians back then were living Jesus like and doing the work for the poor and taking care of people these people didn't want to do that they didn't want to give up lifestyle that's a, that's another reason why they they pretty much got rid of jesus was because he was getting ready to upset their lifestyle 100 percent, you know and i'm big time and i'm sorry i can't point you to the verse i'm sure um jeff will pope just oh, I, I know the verse i can't I, I know well, there's, stuff, yeah. there's one that i'm going to specifically that talks about um you know, when, when the, when people went to heaven or went up to heaven and taught the Christ or the G or the God and God was like, you know, um, they said, Hey, we spent our life doing this, 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 and this all in service for you. And he was like, well, I, I never knew you'd be gone. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it was because they went there with a list of things that they had done. Um, but God asked us to give everything that we have away and to help those that can't help themselves. Like basically, you know, help other people. So you, yes, and that, and that to me is tithing. No, it's 100%. Matthew 7. Thank you, Jeff. Um, yes, I mean, we, we like I said, is we, we need to have the faith with God. We need to accept Him with our heart, repent, and so forth. But He also, you know, does ask us to help others. And like I said, you know, you said it perfectly. Kenneth Copeland, Osteen, like, look, if these guys had a $200,000 house, perfect. That's a humble home by today's standards. Things are getting expensive. And I know $200,000 is a lot sure. of money, but you, these guys have, like, $25 million homes, like mansions. And they got like 10 of them and a whole bunch of airplanes while other people are out there sick and so and, and looking for food and whatever. That is where it's disgusting. That is, they're, they're going to go. There's many reasons that God's going to be like, I don't know you, you know, to, oh, to Osteen and Copeland, but that's going to be yeah. one of them right then and there. As he's going to be like, you know, you say you did all of this. You say you devoted your life to me. I see what you're claiming. But how many people did you truly help? Did you give everything that you have, complete obedience to God, and and know that God's going to take care of you no matter what? And that's Hell the thing. No. Is they, it, they, they found the checks in the bathroom wall. Yeah, DJ Shaw Those says things. Tammy Faye. Tammy Faye's another one. As a kid, I used to get weird vibes from her before I even understood what I was feeling. You know what I'm saying? It's like, especially as a child, because they had that innocence. So 
you know, I always say this babies and puppies are the best babies and puppies are the best, uh, best way to tell us somebody's like sincere or not, because they don't know anything but instinct. Yeah. And that's truth. And I mean, you know, these, these, these people, they're using magic on these people. They're, they're using magic in words on these people to get them to do this stuff. Um, they're, they're doing MK ultra programming on their parishioners. Well, what does the MK ultimately stand for? Okay. So a lot of people think that the MK stands for mind control, even though control is spelled with C, but you know how they are. They're all fancy with their stuff. MK. And it doesn't even mean monarch. It means no. magic yes. because back in the day, magic, as we see with illusions is spelled M A G I C. Magic, as in spell casting and pagan worship, is spelled M A J I C K. M K. Yep, pretty much. And she was bringing up um, singing warrior. Brought up this Joyce Myers. She's worth eighty million dollars. Yes. Yeah, she's 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 no better than them. And I mean, you know, this this all falls back to um, the Zionist Jews. Because they never gave up the Kabbalah, the no. Kabbalah, but yeah, that the the mysticism and the magic and all this, they yeah. still use that to this day. Yeah, like, a, like and, sacred geometries and and all of it, yeah. the stars, the signs, and and that's what I said. I was talking to the owner today, and I said, "Dude, that solar eclipse that's coming this year has significance." Oh no, don't, don't there's always an eclipse somewhere in the world, and I said. This one's almost seven years since this the last eclipse came through America. No, it's been and six years, six months, six days, or six I weeks know, and six days. I know, I know and, and you go, <laughs> but again, it, and, and it does have a significance being that it's a week before all the pagan rituals happen. It's a, the satanic. So, and he goes, oh, there's a lot into that. I said, no, you don't understand. These people live by this. This to them is their religion, and they are going to use that eclipse as a reason to do what they need to do. And they're going to think it's going to be their magic that keeps things going, you know. Um, but it's not. I think this one's going to backfire. Well, because right now I I I believe in in this this checkerboard this chessboard game that we're talking about. The light is getting ready to take control. I, I now, agree. I, I feel, especially because of the way that this lines up so much with Nineveh and the, and the journey of, of uh, Jonah and everything like that. Like, I think that this is literally God going, guys, time to repent. Um, yeah. And there's going to well, be a big, there's going to be a big awakening. We know that, you know, matter of fact, Moonwolf and I discussed this right before the show is that, um, so I talked to my father earlier. I told you that. And, you know, my dad's going downhill. Matter of fact, like the first 10 minutes of the conversation were great. He was, you know, clear. Um, and then he just started spacing out 20 second pauses and so forth. But of everything, even in the state that he's in right now, he can see what's happening in the government. He can see what's happening, um, the importance of God and how it's lining up with this battle of good and, and evil. You know what I'm saying? So like even in his state, he's at least lucid enough to see that. Which amazes me that a guy with Alzheimer's can catch what's going on in the world, and there's a whole group of generation out there that just can't see it at all. No, and the MK Ultra that you know we're we're I don't know why I'm staying on this one, but but you see this programming in our children today mm -hmm. through the music 
Um, the, and it's it's big time because that is that's like Disney. Disney used the beta or the programming of music to get their kids to do it. And their big their big thing is you bring up Monarch. Well, Monarch Butterfly. Disney uses a lot of symbolism of butterflies. Well, the yeah, well, the butterfly. See, that's the and thing that's there. a trigger. It, that's a trigger thing with them. Well, the the reason that they use the butterfly in particular is the tr- of because it represents transcendence. So it's almost like a rebirth. Look, there's only one way to be reborn, and that's God. You know what I'm saying? Accepting Christ, you, you basically you get a new life right there at that point. Um, but they use the butterfly because they believe more in um like resur- not resurrection, um reincarnation. You know what I'm saying? Yes, that yes. aspect. So that's the Hindu, where the, the Hindu, exactly. The Hindu so it's religion, like yes. transforming from one thing and then you know, mutating into another. Yes. Yeah. And that, and that, that's, that's, again, that's, that's, I think that's the beta programming of this MK ultra stuff because it, it it's, oh, um, and it's, and it gets into, um, we can also get into the memes that have been flying ever since um all this started these memes are actually magic no yeah you know and and it's kind of crazy because how long does it take a jesuit to get to his prominence in his rank 30 well at least the 33 no a jesuit in in years oh i don't know 17 really what's the letter 17 q (laughs) Uh uh-huh Okay, so that tells you that Q was nothing more than one of the uh, one of the players. That was his move to make everybody. That was their MK Ultra move to use Q to get people to get into this Great Awakening thing that's coming. That which, in turn, if it is the Light Square that is going to take control, the ones that above them have already got this played out that the black is getting pushed off. So now the light can get in here and get control of people yeah. with a good, well, again, what people are going to think is a good move. Well, just like with anything though, that is dealing with God is that not everything can go expected as the way that evil people are planning to. Cause as DJ Shaw pointed out, it woke up many people, not just woke them up to what was happening in the world, but it brought them to Jesus so there are going to be some sacrifices, you know, yes, that, that, there are going you know to be. as a as a backfire to what they're trying to plan. But at the very least, um, what Q was did wake up people, did bring a lot of people to Christ. But it's also a replay of what the Bolsheviks did back in the day to pacify the rebellers. And that's what when Trump gave his speech and he said night, he said nineteen seventeen is when things started happening as far as this virus or sickness okay and and the news came out and said no that was 1918 the spanish flu but q dropped red october mm-hmm. and i never red october was to do with what you just said 1917 is when what happened the bolshevik revolution yeah. and that was red october's when that happened yeah and that was part of the Q drops. That's that's what people were wanting. That's what they were wanting them to see is the fact that this is a regime change from the dark side because that's when the dark won. The dark won during the Bolshevik Revolution and brought in communism. They wanted to bring in communism to where they could have, in their mind, a one a order, a one world order off of communism. Yeah. 
And if you look at it, that's what they're trying to spread here into America as well. But again, China went like, what was it? Two, three years later, they went to communism with, with Mao. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And he so wiped out so, a lot of yeah, people. And there, there you go. The black side, that was the black side winning or the dark side winning. Now we're at this point in our time that their reign has pretty much run out and the white side's going, we've See, had enough of but, you. But here's the, the bad thing there. The difference is like you said, is that the bad, the bad side, which would have the white and the, the dark, you know what I'm saying? It's like, all, it's both. It's, it's all the same the, exactly. bird with both wings. But yeah. that's the thing though, is that they'll, it's easier to wrap it up and present it as something better and different. Yes. Um, yes. And that's the dangerous thing too. And that's what I've been saying a lot too, is like, you know, if you ask me right now who I'm voting for, I'm voting for Trump. He's the better option that we've got right now, but I'm going to be better the two evils. I'm going to be extremely cautious because I'm also not sure that we don't have like evil factions playing each other for that absolute control. Do I do, do I fear? No, because I know that, that God wins hands down when it all comes to a, 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 you know, when it comes to a head, but, um, you know, like I said, is, is remember that the first three and a half years of the seven years, is peaceful so like literally people are gonna be like oh man well man, we it's... had that we had that with trump in the first four years no, it was kind of peaceful it, no. it was it was now this this yeah. is it this is like i know what i know peace, what you're peace, talking yeah. about i don't know what you're talking about but in in the scheme of things trump's time was a peaceful time it was more peaceful than what we've had there was no and, wars and, you know and, yeah but and the only thing that scares me with these people is is that I, I always go back to Constantine and the Council of Nicaea because Constantine set over that council and Constantine was a sun worshiper. He never was a Christian. He only took Christianity because he knew that the, he had to do it on a geopolitical map because Christianity was becoming a strong fact, faction back then. And even... Oh, and it's even his cross that he said he's seen in a vision, the one with the 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 three lines xing with the P on the top of it. We posted it in our show's page. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of videos on this stuff on on NART too, but um Constantine still worship pagan gods. Well, see, that's the thing though. That's the the danger of religion. And or the difference I'm saying between religion and following Christ, they're two completely different things. Well, yeah, I mean, it, that's like with me. I don't, I'm not, I don't pick a religion. I just, I just believe in Father and Jesus. I follow Christ. I'm, let me play and, this. You know, and, and it's, it's not got nothing to do with being a Christian. It's got nothing to do with being a Protestant, a Methodist, a Baptist, hmm, or whatever you are, want to say. That's all division. That, it's know, all it's, division. It's just. I, I don't have a religion. Yeah. I have I, my belief. But the word's the word. The gospel's right. the gospel. And Christ is Christ. You know, so, you know, that's why I, I say, you know, when, most times when people ask me, I'm like, I'm a follower of Christ. I mean, I know my show's called Kilted Christian, but, um, but that's what my answer is. I follow, I'm a follower of Christ because religion itself is political. The relationship with Christ is spiritual. Um, so I'm going to play this quick little video because this video, I believe this is the video that literally covers what we're talking about right now. So it's a short one and, and I'll, I'll be right back. Do I need religion? Because you don't. You know, you say. You do not you need say, religion. You say Christian is the best. The Muslim guys say Islam is the best. And, you know, whoever has its religion say that's the best. You should follow this because this is the best. Why should I follow any religion? You should. Do not follow religion. 
follow Jesus Christ, not religion. Religion has been used, has been used to justify the Crusades, the Inquisition, the Salem witch trials, enslaving African Americans. I think you'd be an idiot to follow religion. Jesus Christ is totally different from religion. And he's dead on. Um, sure he is. He is so right. And that's one thing that we all need to understand. You know, Granddaddy Longleg says it perfectly. It's the relationship that you've got with Christ. It's not a religion. Religion itself can be politically driven. Religion itself can be damaging. Nothing about Christ can harm, hurt, or do anything but help you. That's the beauty of that relationship with Christ. You know, so, you know, what are we seeing an example of right now around the world? We were warned about this is that the false prophets would start coming out in droves. Man, you go to any social media, you can't you can't go 10 minutes without tripping over a false prophet right now. No, um, and and like you said, see this is the thing too back in the day, Paul never was it Paul? Paul never got to see a church built. They didn't do the church until 4 AD is what I'm thinking. Or it was like 400 years Paul never got to build a church, but the church, there were, there were churches that when Jesus was here preaching, he was just bringing people together in fields. Yeah. Um, you know, and they, and this gets into the, this crazy crap that's going on in Israel. Um, the third temple is already here. The temple's already here. People just don't understand it. We, we, us, we are the temple. There doesn't have to be a temple built in Israel for the only reason they build a temple there is because they they think they're bringing. And this is, again, the light and the dark side. They're building this temple, not the people like us. Our temple is already here. God said our temple was Jesus even said the temple of is in you. You are the temple of God. I, I agree and with that because we're two where two or three or more are gathered. He is with you. We, we are the temple. I do believe that there will be that, you know, cause the Jewish people need the sign. So I but, do, although I do believe that, you know, we are the temple, you know, Christ was referring to, you know, the temple as the body, but I also is. believe that they, that as far as the, the Jewish need that sign to actually where a real temple will be, um, it will be uh, created. But so, the problem of it is it's not the real Jews. It's the Zionists. It's the Zionists. Well, that's the thing, and too, is that the, and because, the, and the Antichrist you know, will be integral in the building of that. Yeah, because, and, and, it, and it, won't, it won't bring anything together because the true Jews don't live in Israel. The Zionist Jews live in Israel. Well, that's what they say, well, is that the, the Jews or the, the tribes would pilgrimage back. Well, yeah, the and that's, the, that's again, the, Israel is a people that is they that is the the remnants of jo or um Joseph not Joseph um Abraham Jacob or Jacob but but he was he was Israel right yeah well That's all the one. tribes all the tribes but I'm just gonna... saying his 10 sons were the tribe of Israel those were the, those were the tribes of Israel but again Benjamin and and who was it Judah and Benjamin broke out of that and that's where your Zionist thing come from, because it, it it the Zionist Jews, and this gets even darker. During World War II, the the Zionist Jews were the ones that were helping get the actual Jews into the concentration camps. Yeah, and, they were they were the the false people. 
yes, and, to, to, to play as God's chosen. Well, yeah, and, and but they're not. The true Jews were the ones that were in the camps. It wasn't the Zionist Jews because it's like the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds started the Zionist Jew movement in 1896, and they took on the sixth, the six-pointed star. The six-pointed star was never, ever um, related to David, to David, the star of David. Yeah, the star. It no. was more. It was more related to Solomon, because Solomon was wicked. He was a wicked. He was a wicked leader. He was the one that they were most resembled that or represent that star to. And that star was what the Rockefellers in 1948 made or in the, the one council they had, they made the, the Zionist Jews take that as their symbol. And if you get into that symbol, that symbol breaks down into earth, fire. Oh, what else is it? Well, there's um, five, all, the, all the shapes of that. Yeah. Well, the pentagram into, or the, the pentalum or the pentagram, which is the upside pentalum, is earth, well, the, air, fire, water, and then ether, which would be like well, the there was or, another element that they but, put in there. There was another triangle they put in there to get to the six-sided star. Yeah, which is not a representation of the Jewish people. It is a representation for the Zionist Jews. Well, I always saw two triangles, and you know, which represent the pyramid. And as far as you know, as far as I saw when I was younger. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, I, and that, you know, you get into the the the, fi, the upside-down five-pointed star, that was always related to Baphomet. Well, Baphomet is Nimrod. Nimrod, Baphomet, Baal, Moloch, and all that, that is a worshiping of Nimrod is what that is. Nimrod, Nimrod and Simramses and Tammuz are the three that all these religions, when Father took down the tower of babel and dispersed the people across the world with their languages they took those three entities and turned them into their pagan gods mm -hmm. zeus or zeus and apollo or zeus and all them that is going back to nimrod and you know ishtar that is still um forgot her name now that is still part of that that three groups that right there as the gods i mean they still every one of them still re believe in nimrod and his wife and his son that's where this all goes and they still do it they've never gotten away from it um you know and we get talking like in these days we're going to talk about antichrist who would you think was the first true antichrist king no man, Judas. Judas is the one that turned on God. He he was anti. He was anti Christ. Yeah, but an anti. Yeah. But he but he also took his life out of remorse and guilt. Yeah, but know? he was still an antichrist, along but, with the Pharisees. Yeah, they I mean, were antichrist too. He was, he was against Christ, but I mean, yeah, but those are like, anti. Those uh, people can be an antichrist. It doesn't have to be a one person. It can be a following or a movement that can be an antichrist. That's something because they don't believe in Christ. The Zionist Jews would be antichrist. See, I, I mean, I technically you're right because they are against God. Um, you know, therefore they are anti. But, um, but I also feel, you know, that that literally what they're referring to as far as like what we would call the antichrist, because the final antichrist is like son of perdition, the 
you know, Satan himself, you know, basically coming back in another form. Um, you know, so as far as why but, does that have to be? Because it was destined. God, that's the whole plan. Or why isn't it the people that are the ones that are the Antichrist that's going to stand up, and, but they just have a leader and it doesn't have to be Satan. But it says it, it is. It says person. it is a man. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying what it says in scripture. Well, I'm, I'm talking scripturally here. Is it says, I know, you know, it I, is I have, I have, and again, everybody I, has their beliefs and I have mine and I'm not going to get on anybody. Oh, about I don't, their, I, don't, but yeah, I, still, I don't, I still, yeah, I, don't I still don't, I still don't, I still have problems with the council of Nicaea, the council of Trent, because they all went back in and they changed words and to get down to the true meaning and get back to the original book is where we have to get to without all the translation. King James, King James was a Freemason. King James, two years before he wrote the Bible, wrote the book on demon, on all the demons. Hey guys, hang in here. Don't, don't leave, please. Please hang out, guys. All right, let's just continue this. Trigger warnings, I told you. Hey, well, listen, man, it's because, you know, this is a show called Kilt the Christian, so when you start, like, questioning Scripture, that's going to happen. I'm not, I'm not questioning. I'm just saying it's, there's, again, everybody has their belief, and see, this right here shut me down on my belief, and hey, dude, it's, it's good. Y'all, um, I've done this before. Duncan, I love you, brother. Um keep on with your show go where you're going because it seems that um being welcomed is something that's not approved of and if that's the way it is that's the way it is it's i'm not going to lose sleep over it because i know who i am and i know where i'm going i love y'all no just uh, the people asking for your opinion by all means you know no my opinion triggers a lot of people and they they don't understand that i am not a sheep um and I am not a drone and I'm not a bee that's in a colony thinking everything. Yeah. Um, Father, give me a brain to think with. And to say that they did not mess with stuff, I can't go along with that because they've messed with everything. If they're messing with our churches, they, they, they put their son, people that go to church don't understand you are going into a place more than likely that is a, worshiping center for a sun god not jesus and not god a sun god the sun god nimrod that is what it is they they infiltrated our churches that's why most people don't want to get out and do things about do anything they just sit there and just take it and that's that's wrong i mean we've we've got a tremendous fight on our hands to get people unprogrammed you know how hard that's going to be? No, it's how hard I, that I agree. Is. That, that, that is beyond it. I mean, well, our history's been manipulated. There's no question all of about it's that. Been even, even our time has manipulated 100%. You know, I definitely certainly agree with that. And we were also warned, like you said, you know, is the dangers of these of churches being infiltrated. We're seeing that. But it also comes down to the importance of why it's important for you to read. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, not have people necessarily tell you what's going on because if you go to the wrong church, you're going to be thinking that Jesus is transgender. You need to find out if your church, if your pastor is accessible to talk to you. And if he's one that will not talk to you about things, then he's not preaching what he needs to be preaching because he should be there for you at all times. But again, with the seminaries being hijacked by 
the Jesuits, you got to understand these people were, they're, they're being taught things that aren't necessarily to the gospel. Yeah. But to, again, and I hate to say it, it's a money-making thing, but it is. Well, one of the biggest institutions in our in our world, as far as religion, is the Catholic Church, the Holy See, the Vatican. And, you know, and we're seeing there, because that's kind of where a lot of people, it's their go-to. Um, you know, so when the Pope comes in and starts saying something and starts um, questioning scripture and changing religion, a lot of people tend to follow, which is the scary part, you know, which is why it it's is. important. To, it is. That's why the, the relationship is the most important part of, of, of the, you know, of scripture. Um, so when you do read, you know, God gives you that ability to digest and understand the gospel. Yeah. And, but that's just it. These people aren't helping people understand and break the gospel down to the things. It's like talking about again, antichrist. Okay. All those people back in that day that were against Christ were antichrist people. Judas, he, he might've been sitting there beside father or, and it was father. It was God. Jesus was God on earth. Um, but he was an antichrist. Eventually, so let me ask you that. Well, since we're talking about Judas, this is a good conversation. So do you, okay. I feel, and, and I could be wrong. I don't know, but I feel that, you know, there was a point because Jesus knew who Jesus was. Cause Jesus was the one that's like, Hey, come with us. You know what I'm saying? Like it was his decision. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't believe um, that Judas always had that intention. I believe that, that he went into it with like good intentions and was strayed, became against Christ. But I don't, do you, do you, do you think that Judas became that way? Or do you think he was that way the whole time? Like he had bad intentions the whole time. I think he had bad intentions all the time because it was, if you get in some stories, it was our mega church thing where he was wanting to make money off of, off of Jesus. And when he couldn't make money, he got how much 30 talents of silver. Isn't, isn't yeah, that what they sold paid out him? For the 30 silver. talents of silver. Yeah, exactly. So he got his money, but he also got what comes with that. He finally got the humbling that he should have gotten at the begin with. And his humbling was him committing suicide. That was his humbling. Yeah, because, you know, you know, Blade Runner says something perfect to you. Know, I don't think so because he realized he was wrong afterwards. And that was as he was overcome with guilt to the point where he literally took his own life. Yeah, but he still was using, he saw the multitude of people that were following and knew it was a money-making machine. And he did finally, again, he did finally get his money for what he was doing. He wasn't getting paid. He was a salesman or in that line of business. And so what are you looking for? You're looking for money and it didn't take much to get him to turn. Yeah. But again, the Pharisees, the Pharisees were an antichrist group. Hell, they killed the man. Oh yeah. They're, they, the, one, they're the ones that killed Jesus. Yeah. The Zionist Jews are the ones that killed Jesus. And, and so our antichrist are these Zionists that are out here running around and will they have a leader? Well, of course they will. They're always going to have to have a leader and for them to make the third temple come along. That's only, that's only what's, what's the word I'm looking for here by them building the third temple for the so-called true Jews. They think that's going to bring them back. Okay. So if they bring the, 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 the lost tribes back to Jew, 
to to Israel, which again, Israel was never a land until it was bought from Palestine in 1948 by the Belfort Act, and that was propagated by the American Zionist Jews and the Rockefellers, which are again Zionist Jews. Yeah, you know. So, what's the end point to get the Jews back to to Israel? Are they setting them up for something? Or what are they doing here? Because, again, it's always an in, like people want to say, it's always an invert of what father would do. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. It's the upside down, you know. But, you know, something, too, is a discussion I've had recently. And, and to me, it wouldn't matter either way, is the question, you know, of revelation itself. Was, um, you know, was revelation predicted or prophesied to happen out naturally? Or are the, you know, or some people go, I think the deep state and the cabal and the Canaanites are actually reading Revelation and making it play out. And it's like, well, it's still playing out. It's still prophecy. You know what I'm saying? Like whether it's natural or whether they're using it as a guideline, it's, it's still playing out. Well, I know where you're going with that. And and it's true because they're the, the worst thing about all this is, is those people have all the knowledge and everything from days be past. We don't have all that knowledge. We're lucky if we get a good researcher that can find that knowledge and, and listen to him and find out and go and start thinking, going, damn. I mean, you know, again, the statue of Liberty was the, is the embodiment of the rod, the Colossus of Rhodes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's oh, no, what the statue of Liberty is. Yeah. The Colossus um, of Rhodes was, on on the on the way to Damascus, like right there in that it area. was on the port. Yeah, it was. It was, it was it straddled the port going into there, you know. And, and it was it looked literally besides it, was it, it wasn't wearing huge. a dress, but it it was no, it was huge. It was a dress. <laughs> it was a dressless Statue of Liberty. And the and it was also a representation of Methus, that god and uh, the god of Methus that had the seven rays of light coming out of his. Which Ishtar, um, uh, Ishtar also has a representation yeah. of that. Yeah. Well, Ishtar has the moon and the sun on her. She is, she is, um, Sim Ramsey of, of Nimrod. That's who Ishtar is and Isis. They say she has like 10,000 names, but yeah, getting back to the end to them and see, that's the scary part. They have the book. They actually have the original books. That's what's even scarier about it. They don't have the books that everybody's been playing with. Um, and they can make revelations come out and they can make revelations come true. We know this. And, and would they do it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they um, do it in a heartbeat. But like I said, it's like, you know, is it supposed to play out? It still out? plays yeah, it out. Still like plays out. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and this, the thing is, you're right. Is that, you know, um, but as again, far as doing, doing research, cause this is where the, the research gets dangerous in general is because what do we have to our hands to research? but the false crap that they're putting out all over the internet, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not well, like you and some I of it is false. Well, I agree with that. I'd say a, a lot of it is. And, and, that's and, where your discernment comes in play. And, and that's like, like we say, the only one that knows the time and the day of this is father. Jesus. That well, Jesus doesn't Jesus even might, know. Yeah. He has no idea. I know. So again, if they play this out and they invert it and make people think revelations happens, just think of that. And then, then you got all these people that don't get raptured and they play out revelations and nobody gets raptured. Then see what that does to the morale of the people. Well, that's the thing though, is that God even warned us that there would be a time where 
some of your Christians would turn their backs and, and it could be something as simple as that or a fake alien invasion going, wait a minute, I don't remember reading that in the Bible or, <laughs> or any number of things, like I said, but that's also uh, the importance of that relationship, that direct relationship is having that discernment because you and I will never get access to go beneath the Vatican and dig into no, like the no. actual original, you know, scripts. No, you'd never find me again if I got to go in there. I, I I would probably end up dying in a corner somewhere in there if I got to go in there and be able to go through all those records because that's where the that's where the knowledge of the world is setting is in the Vatican. And they got rid of that knowledge for one fact that what they're doing today here in America, getting rid of history so they can write a new history. That's what they're trying to do now is write a new history. And it's being done and again they say they've they're getting ready to build another temple on the mound of salt where solomon had the temple at and again we hear about them having the red heifer as well if from what i understand the only one that can say that that red heifer is not blemished is a um descendant of the levi's of the tribe of judah or the, of the tribe of israel is Ju is levi he that group can be the only ones that can check that 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 cow that heifer and so if they find say oh it's not blemished or whatever then here they are they're the ones that are trying to bring this to light and they will do it because they've been playing this game for so long dude for so long and everybody falls into it again it goes back to the mk ultra stuff and being able to program people to think the way they're thinking and take them out of life and like you said with the christians turning their backs Right now, there probably are Christians turning their backs on God. And it's because they don't, they're, they're not deep rooted in that faith. And, and that's like, let's say during the important time, especially yeah. today, because, because there's one thing, you know, regardless if things have been manipulated, changed, because I mean, there's no question about it. You know, if you look in some of the, the new, new versions of scripture, especially the new, new ones, guys, I wouldn't recommend reading anything that came after 2000 because I came across mm -hmm. um, a one the other day that was like, the modern day and it was like literally speaking like kids to today it was it was i got embarrassed reading this thing mm -hmm. um it's bad yeah the gen x bible dj shaw thank you the gen yes, x bible yeah. that's bad um, I, I played a video on that dude and it was horrible but here, here's the brilliance though is that the the meat of god's word is still there um the ten commandments are there not one of those commandments that are in 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 the bible in the old testament would the devil have put into place because it all contradicts everything that Satan's about the word of Christ and the importance of that relationship with Christ and the sacrifice, um, repentance and so forth is in there. So, so ultimately what we need to know right now, this is, is a pretty simple thing. It's very simple. Um, mm -hmm. in holding that path and not, you know, cause like I said, is, um, there's a lot of stories and there's a lot of stuff in, in scripture it's a history, you know, to, even to the atheist, you know, to look at it as, as a form of, of history. Um, sure. But like I said, that's the beauty is that the ultimate word is very simple. You know what I'm saying? It is. It's, it's faith and believe, man. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it, and you brought up at, um, the Ten Commandments and all that. And Father, um, back in the day when, when the Hebrews were, and this, this was a good um, analogy of this. When they got married, what had to happen? When they when they did a marriage contract, what had to happen? 
You had to have two witnesses to yeah, the contract. Yeah, a covenant. Okay. So father had who go up on the mount? Aaron and Moses. Moses together. Because yes. Yeah, because uh Aaron he was needed, the translator. He needed two he needed two witnesses for the marriage that was getting ready to happen with the Israelites, the Hebrews. And Jesus was he said in there, I'm building your mansions and your houses in heaven for you. Because it took a year. You had to be betrothed for a year before you could actually go live with your husband. And the father had to say that you were ready to go. Yeah. And that the Ten Commandments was actually the contract that he made with them. In his because it says in Martin Revelations that the bridegroom, the groom and um what's are the bride Christ even quotes that scripture. Yes, yes, and that's just it. That 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 right there is when the marriage contract was put in place. That we that your head that your that you will have your place in heaven in your house. Yeah. And you will the bridegroom will come home. You know, and people don't and the people just think it was just God giving them ten commandments. No, that was a contract. You know, he he said right there that this is my contract to you. Keep these contracts and you got your place in heaven when it comes time. Yeah. And that contract could not be fulfilled by Until any then. human on this entire earth other than Christ. Yes. And Christ is the one that fulfilled that contract. He, he, he fulfilled the contract yeah, yes. for us. And that's yes. the thing too. Yes. You know? So I had a conversation the other day with an atheist actually. Um, and it went a little better than I thought. Um, <laughs> but you know it's a bait well this is how i explained it i was just you know very just kind of front and blatant with it i'm like look because first they asked me you know do you believe in a god i'm like i absolutely do everything the life that we have like everything just isn't just some random thing of events and i said but here's the thing is if i'm wrong about my beliefs in christ there's no harm and no foul. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to end up in some evil, desolate place away yeah. from God. Yeah. If if um, I'm right, like I know I am, you've got a problem because you are going to end up away from God for eternity. And I said, and they said, well, what about the Old Covenant? You know, the Old Testament. And I was like, but as far as the Old Testament goes, we're, we were all damned to hell by the time we were five or six anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we couldn't abide by that law. I said, the contract you know, that Christ that we had with Christ when he died on that cross was our ticket. Our, our, any possibility of giving to heaven was because of Christ. You know, I said, so, you know, no matter how you look at it, I said, if I'm wrong, there's nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I guess I end up back into the oblivion of nothing. I said, but I know I'm right. And I said, and so I would, wasn't there um, two laws that Jesus made before he went on the cross. What laws are those? Oh, I'm, I'm, Dude, there's so much up in here. I, I'm trying to go through the Rolodex and figure them out. But I don't know if it was when he was talking to the disciples, but there were two, I guess would have been like the new covenant, like the same thing with getting the Ten Commandments. Mm -hmm. Because everybody says after Christ was here, then the Ten Commandments don't matter. But yes, well, they, they do. still kind of do because that is your contract with god yeah he doesn't he, he didn't say i came here so no. that you guys can be sinful like he was like you know go off and sin no more he yeah. wants us to yeah. to make efforts to abide by that original contract oh, um, i'm gonna have to find that and then send it to you yeah please do and real quick i want to yeah. comment on blade runner uh, this is so great um and i and i i agree with this so wholeheartedly so even if we were wrong 
We've lived a life of righteousness. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what's wrong with that? You know, I mean, that's the, that's the thing that I, you know, that I even said to this atheist. I'm like, you know, I said, when Christians try to talk to you about Christ is because they want you to have the life that we have. They want you to have a better life where you have an eternal life or a possibility of eternal life. I said, what are you getting out of trying to convince me there is no God? You're getting nothing out of it. At least me, I'm trying to help you find that person that can bring you salvation. You are getting nothing out of trying to convince me there is no God. No, and um, I think Jeff Jeff put it here, to love the Lord, Lord thy God with all your, you are and your neighbor as yourself. My words. Yes, I think that was what else was added. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, it's, um, yes, folks, the only thing I can say is we're coming into some pretty, in our lifetime, extraordinary times. No, there's no just question be, about that, man. Just, of- just, just be ready and watch the signs because these people that we are in this battle with, they still watch those signs. Oh yeah. That that's, that's how they run their game. It, they watch the celestial bodies and with us coming out of the constellation of, I think it's Pisces into Aquarius. That's another big thing because we have changed constellations. And to them, that is going to be, a big thing that's what it comes into the water signs yeah yeah you know, mima says signs of the seasons or signs and seasons yep pretty much and um to them somewhere i read that they i think but to them this the being in aquarius is a golden era so again here we go with this light and dark stuff is is trump trump is the player for the light side and yeah he's going to try to usher in a new golden era but again we're not the ones that's going i hate to say we don't benefit from it being here i mean like you're saying the only benefit we get is when we leave this place and go to heaven yeah but i mean until then we still got to have a benefit to be able to live and be able to talk and give the word out well that's but that's our big yeah, that's all we can do that's a big focus right now you know and it's not mm-hmm. it's holding on to what we know is right trying to help others because you know we're we're running into some weird times and i'm telling you right now like chasing squirrels like a month from now we could be talking about fake alien invasion and and three days yeah, I'm of not, i mean like i'm not talking about that one <laughs> i mean who knows at this point like i'm literally like every day because i'm watching i just w- w- what i'm watching right now is i'm trying to set the stage for everything they and, are and, they and, are man and it's it's crazy with the with the site with the whatever the attack was yesterday um i was talking to somebody about that 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 was our government that did that don't don't think oh, there's no question about that and, and, i mean and it, it wasn't is- russia it wasn't china and since tucker's had this interview with putin um and i'd say putin's on the white squares as well and so is tucker um Ever since they had that interview with Putin, man, it's triggered a lot of people because what come out of that interview, you got to watch Putin sit there very calm and collective, and he was not irate. He showed to be a he better He did leader. not do nothing wrong, and yeah. he gave an excellent interview. Oh, absolutely. And, that, was, and that, was, that, that killed everybody's myth of him being it did. a totalitarian r- ruler. 
It did. And like I said, juxtaposed next to uh, brainless Biden walking up there going, blah, 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 blah. I think that's, <laughs> I think I may have misquoted him. I think it may have been, blah, 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 blah. nonetheless, it was pretty close to that. Yeah, um, it was. And, and that's what I mean, because they, they took the, Putin and Tucker took the boogeyman away. And that's when all of a sudden we had Russians have nukes in space. And then we have this cyber attack, and I'm sitting here going, this attack or whatever the hell it was, and and I'm just laughing. We're we're out of time, but I do want to ask one more thing before we we go on the prayer. Okay, so the eclipse, going back to this, it all ties into what we've been kind of chatting about here. So um, (laughs) why right now, from what I've gathered, there's already um, 24 states that have declared a national emergency for that day. I know. Why? What the hell's up with that? Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like at first, I, I thought like, okay, they're just letting kids off for the day. But today, no, I started reading. No, it no. You see, but that 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 there again goes back to my thing. This is right before a pagan holiday. Are they wanting to get kids out of school now? This this is this is the the sick side of this thing is. Are they wanting to have kids out of school so if they need to get human sacrifices, they can get them without being in school? That way, they they're going to come up missing. Yeah, but still, again, or is this the light side trying to get that taken away to where they won't have as many sacrifices that they could have? See, like I said, we're in a, we're in a crazy battle right now, and we don't know who we can trust other than God. So that's why I'm just I'm not worried about it. I'm talking about it. I'm relaxed about it because all in all, um, I know that God's got all this. Like I said, I, I have zero fear. And and DJ Shaw says fear mongering, you know, and that could and that's, very that's another that could very well be Ultra. Yeah, that could very well be it too. I just found it weird. I'm like, because like I said, I mean, I can't predict the weather a month out. Like I certainly can't predict some natural disaster a month out. No. And and like Blade Runner says here, wouldn't be surprised if we experienced blackout during the eclipse. <laughs> yep. Don't put that past them oh, no. because they would do it. Um, you know, they, they're um, right now they're, you can tell we've talked about this before. You can tell that all, everything that they have tried to set up is crumbling. Oh yeah. Every, everything's coming it. out. You have people talking out about this, these group of people, what they had to do to get their stardom and, and, don't even think that any entertainer, and I don't care what genre of music it is, if they're out there playing and they're up there high on the list, they had to pay something to get there. Oh, yeah. And so don't ever think that they didn't because they pretty much had to. So, brother. They pay their dues. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. So, you know, I appreciate the last minute chasing squirrels. Always fun. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, it was it, like I said. There, there's a lot. Just imagine what's going to be talked about here in the coming months. I mean, <laughs> well, just look, maybe another two weeks, dude. We do this like every two weeks. So just think what could happen in two weeks. Oh, I, it, it's escalating that fast, man. We're we're like already at the end of February. That's crazy. We're like it's, we're on the verge of March right now. And it still took forever to get through February. Yeah, just like January. I mean, this whole. I think this whole year is going to be like a slow motion replay. <laughs> It, it's going to drag and drag because we all got this this um, thing going that we don't even know if we're going to have a 2024 election. No, because we don't even know if they could come across and 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 put in place martial law. 
Oh no, because, I know. I'm I'm expecting that too. Because look at the big cities right now, dude. They're not trucking stuff in New York. Well, How long it, is that going to last? No, that's what I'm saying. And and as we move forward, because there's a notice they pretty much notice what they're not talking about right now. That's the stuff you need to start watching out for. Every yeah. time something comes out, like internet went down, you know what I'm saying? Like start looking for what they don't want you to look at. Yep. Hey, spaceship landed on the moon. Look elsewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because that is, again, that good. And we've been talking about this predictive programming and this this mind control stuff. That is what they do. They do these things. Fear is another one of their their programming things. And so is division. Fear and division. That's how they they program everybody. division, Division comes from the fear. Fear, yes, hands yes, down, does. the greatest tactic. Problem, yep. Uh, what problem? Reaction, solution. Yep, and that's what we're going through right now. So yeah. the black side has caused the problem. So now the white side is going to come up with the solution. Dude, now we, is it going we, to be we, any better than what? Well, I don't <laughs> know, man. Because according to the cabal, we are the problem. I know, but <laughs> um, that's on the black side. Yeah, but still, there's there's some at the very high top of this pyramid that are sitting up there going and the Simpsons brought it out. I mean, the Simpsons have predicted this and they show you the boardroom where they're talking about how they want things to play out. And that, that's what's going to happen as far as the earth goes. Yeah. I mean, now as far as heaven goes, no, there's no say there's only one person that gets to say on that or one being. And that's, that's, that's father. He's the one that gets to do that. So, amen. you know, that, that's where we're at. So, all right. Well, this is funny. Prayer, brother. I am, man. My dog's come out up here to tell me it's prayer time. Did you I look at it. did you look at your watch? <laughs> he's so <laughs> funny, man. He's got like I swear he's got a watch on. Just uh, found it yet. They do. It's internal, man. They yeah. know when things are supposed to happen. Exactly. All right. I'll, I'll pray for you. You want to pray? Huh? You want to pray? You want to pray? <laughs> yeah, here we go. You hear that? There you go. That was <laughs> awesome. There's the puppy prayer time. So everybody, please bow your heads. Heavenly Father, thank you again for another day. Thank you for all the beauty that you give us every day. Thank you for being able to, or working in our lives so we can keep calm during these times, dear Lord. We ask you to keep the fear and the anxiety and the stress out of our lives, and you do so. And I thank you for that. Dear Lord, as we go into these times, it's going to get a little bit more chaotic. But dear Lord, I know you're going to be with us every step of the way, and you're going to get us through these times. And Father, right now, more than anything other than strength, courage, which we really need, a closer relationship with you, a stronger foundation every single day. Dear Lord, we need wisdom and discernment right now so much. Dear Lord, they're trying to throw knowledge and deception on us from every direction, dear Lord, and it gets a little overwhelming at times. So let us remember to focus on what we need to be focusing on. Give us that calmness that we need and a better understanding of what's going on in the world. Allow us to see through the deception and the lies that has happened throughout our history. Dear Lord, thank you for giving us your life. Thank you for giving us the word. Thank you for giving us everything that we need to lean on right now during these times, dear Lord, because... Many of us would be in a very bad spot right now. We wouldn't know what to do with ourselves, and we would just be in a corner crying every single day. But, dear Lord, you give us all the hope we need, dear Lord, because we know that you're going to fulfill all the promises that you've given. All the prophecies of old, dear Lord, are coming true, and we're seeing that right around us. We're seeing the signs, dear Lord. We don't know what day you're going to come back. We, it could be generations from now. It could be tomorrow. So, dear Lord, let us all be prepared for that day. 
Let us get close to you. Let us not forget to repent. Never let us forget to thank you for all that you've given us, dear Lord. Not just our lives, but the fact that you loved us enough, even during the worst times of our lives, you loved us enough to bring us to where we are today. And Father, are we perfect? Not even close. We are far from being perfect, but you realize that when you sacrificed yourself on that cross. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Well, Father, we are learning what we need to do. We're becoming better Christians every single day, following that narrow path as best we can, building our foundation stronger and helping others find what we have, dear Lord. So thank you. Thank you not just for bringing us to where we are with the faith that we have in you, but thank you for loving you enough to where we want to do everything that we can to serve you. And dear Lord, we understand that service in your name can be a very dangerous thing these days, but it's all right because every one of us here are willing to give our lives in service of you, dear Lord. Times aren't going to be easy. You, you told us that we'd be persecuted, and we're ready for those times. So, dear Lord, if they raise the sword to take off my head, let the last words leaving my lips be, I'm ready to see you, Father in heaven. I love you, Jesus Christ. No fear whatsoever. Let us walk into that battlefield, dear Lord, ready to fight like your most fierce warriors if you ask us to, but also be ready to give our lives, dear Lord, in service for you. Because I know that our death would be used in great ways and never be in vain. Father, we have nothing to fear because we love you. We have nothing to fear because we serve you and you are in our lives every moment. Dear Lord, when you put us on our missions, you're right there with us by our side the entire time. And I thank you for that because, Father, there's nothing that we can do on this earth without you. We couldn't enter heaven without you. We can't survive this earth without you. We don't make good decisions without you. Dear Lord, we get ourselves into trouble over and over again. We've got many, many centuries of examples of that. But Father, you are the one sure thing in our life. You are the one pure thing in our life. And you are the one thing in our life that is going to make us do or allow us to do everything that we should be doing, living a righteous life as much as we can. Dear Lord, we got a lot of, of work to do. We're still sinners, but we will be better tomorrow than we are today. And we're going to work at it every single day as well as helping others. So dear Lord, never let us forget to clean our house before we go and try to clean up others' houses. But dear Lord, never let us be afraid, ashamed, or shy to speak your name in public and to help other people find what we have in our lives. Father, continue answering all the prayers of those that are reaching out to you for health issues, financial issues, and allow us to be able to step up and help in any way we can because we are also part of your great plan here. Do you need us? No. But do you use us? Yes. And it's quite the honor, dear Lord. So let us step up. Let us unify with one another and be here at the very least with prayer, but step up in other ways if that's what it takes, dear Lord. We need to example you in everything we do. When people look at us, let them see you within us, dear Lord. Let the fruits that we bear represent you, dear Lord, and let us always be very careful and cautious about the decisions that we make. Dear Lord, we love you with all of our hearts, and we thank you for all that you blessed us with. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Well, um, that Amen, was a, man. Yeah, thank you, man, for joining me tonight, man. Uh, always. It's we we uh, like I said, we I always have a couple of things lined up to talk about, but I know that we're never going to get to them <laughs> exactly, which is why the show is called Chasing Squirrels. Chasing Squirrels, that's um, right, exactly. So, brother, love doing them, man. Love doing them with oh, you. Absolutely, man. Um, and like I said, a great conversation, and just like I said, man, keep on praying for one another. That's what we need to do. Yep. Um, it's it's so hard not to get off the path and distracted right now, which is why it's even more important to stay on that path. And, uh, it is. and you know, cause things are going to get rougher and rougher and rougher. And like God said, there will be a time where people turn their backs on God and it is not going to be us. 
Well, there's going to be a time people are going to turn their backs on us as well because we believe in Father. And let them do it. And, and it's already happened before. Yep. Um, it happened with, it happened in times of Rome. That's, uh, yeah, they turned them. They, Julius Caesar, look what he did to the Christians. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's horrible, man. I mean, so. We got all the yeah. examples in the world about what we're heading yes, we into. Do. But the great part is, like I said, we have no reason for fear. Like, no, not. no. 360 sometimes in the Bible, it says, fear not. You wake up every morning without fear. That's the way I do it. I, I saw a I don't girl. Fear, I don't fear anything. I, I saw this little Christian girl earlier on, on TikTok. <laughs> so she was just a little upset. She's like, all of you people that are standing by the LGBTQ because you don't want to cause any problems. How's it going to go down, man, when they're when you got to get your head chopped off because you stand by Christ, because you guys are a bunch of cowards. You'll turn your backs, you know, and, oh, she got brutal. <laughs> no, she was very, very brutal, but you know what? Yeah, it, we're kind of at the true, time. Though. We're kind of at the time now for brutality. You know, like I said, what people would consider judgmental or brutal at this point will ultimately be what gives them eternal life. You know what I'm saying? So well, be mad at kid, you, be mad all you want to at us for doing you a favor. Yeah. The kid gloves have got to come off. I said something to a close friend of mine today. I said, you know, people four years ago jumped off a cliff. I said, there's another cliff getting ready to happen. Don't jump off that cliff. Nah, we got it. And they, and they did jump off the cliff, that cliff. They took the vaccines and everything. And I'm like, you know, um, don't do it again because it's, it's on you for doing it. And they're going to push everybody to a new cliff because, they're losing this battle. You can see them losing this battle. Will it, will, will it take one year? Will it take 20 years? Will it take a hundred years? We don't know. No. We're, we're just the people sitting in the bleachers watching this chess game play out, but we still have to be involved. No, not the thing. You know, no, sitting, no sitting on the sidelines. Like, no, like none. because Jesus is going to rapture us doesn't mean, all right, let's just do nothing and wait for Christ to call us home because don't expect to be called home. If you're not doing anything, he no. wants us to help those that can't help themselves. He wants to preserve the innocence of the children. We've got duties right. to do here. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that's why, that's why this platform, our platform, that's, that's the best thing about it. We get to reach people worldwide. And again, if it's, if it's just one person we reach and we get that one seed planted, we have done to me, justice to father. You know, because that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be out here talking about it and getting those seeds planted to yeah. get people away from this system that was created by Satan and Lucifer and all these people. And so they don't fall into their traps and start and start showing them these things because they use a lot of magic on us, man. They do. A lot. They and do. you just you just gotta just look at it and go, eh. It'll be all right. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's kind of this, you know, we, you know, so I, I'm going to read just a couple of things before we take off here tonight of, of some things that people are, are saying in here. Um, you know, uh, a Blade Runner says faith is dead without works. 100%. You know, Jeff says, uh, for me to live is Christ and die is gain. And that is 100% true as well. Mm -hmm. Look, sure look when I get into heaven and God asks me, you know, or I'm asked, why do you deserve to come in here? You know what my answer is going to be? I don't deserve to come in here. That, that's my uh, answer. The I, I only don't way that I'm getting in here is because of your son. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. I mean, um, I still say, you know, uh, the rapture happens. I'll still be down here fighting. 
No, 100%. I, I will. That's I will, what it is, you know? Dude, I don't care how uncomfortable life gets. I will serve yeah. God. I will fight for God until the yep. day that I breathe my last breath. And like I said, when I enter heaven and God asks me, why do you deserve to be here? My answer is going to be like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't have an answer for it because I know my life. I know what I've done. But we all get to change our lives and we all get to step up and be better than what we was the day before. Exactly. And, that and day, that's what it's about. That day begins the day you bring Christ into your heart. Like I said, sure. we, we die and we're reborn. But yeah. brother, I want to thank you again. I hope you have an absolutely beautiful weekend. I, I, I am. I'm like you. My mom's birthday is on Sunday and we are taking me at my boy. I should say Indianapolis is coming down to visit. We're going nice. to take her out for supper and, yeah, might take her to Texas Roadhouse, let her eat a little dead cow. Nice. You know, so that's yeah, gonna, awesome thing. So I'm gonna let my mom pick probably the most fancy place around here is Applebee's. So we're gonna we're gonna go high class this weekend. Oh, dude, who cares, man? As long as you're with your mom and, yeah. and I'm not even celebrating a birthday in a year. I'm just just celebrating. I mean, I I'm done with birthdays. That was something that was put on us. That was another magic spell put on us to make us feel old. And I'll I'm break I'll break that. I don't even care. Tumble. You know, um awesome. I don't. Yeah, exactly. I, we're just I just enjoying the time with moms. That's right. That's that's what it's about, man. Um enjoying time. It's like this. Sitting here enjoying time, sitting here talking with you, man. Uh, 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 there's nothing better. I mean, you know, we uh again we get we get to touch a lot of people and it's an amazing thing that i I feel honored to be able to do it. Oh yeah. I really do. You know, and and yeah, I will trigger people. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> I can't say Dude, sorry. I, yes, I will trigger I people. I trigger about a thousand people every day, just like I told my, my stepmom earlier. I'm like, I'm pretty sure the three-letter agencies hate me, and I know that the um, non-Christians hate me, but that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. I know I'm on the list because I've already looked myself up. So mm-hmm. it's good with me, man. All right, um, brother. You know, I had one download from Iran this last month. Okay, that one got me kind of like going, huh? Really? I ran? Um, didn't see that one coming, so uh, might have to watch that one. There might be some people cyber attacking me from Iran on my computer, so I got to watch my phone now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. That's how I am, too. I'm like, hey, cool. We're still uh, But Well, brother, have a good one, man. Enjoy you enjoy too, your dude. weekend, man. Uh, and uh, all of you here, have an absolutely beautiful weekend. I'll make sure to pass on... Um, Love the mom McGregor. Like I said, I'm going to spend the weekend. I'm going to take the weekend off, spend my time with her. And then I'm going to get the studio moved into the other room so I can hardline into my router. So hopefully we don't have the issues go. that we had the last couple of weeks. We got to fight the devil. And if it means moving my whole studio to give him the finger, I'm doing it. <laughs> I got to get a studio set up. And if nobody's told y'all they love you today, I love you. And yeah. That's uh, that's I'm like you. I got to get my studio set up so I don't have to set this up every time. But hey, man, have a great weekend with your mom. I will I love you. you. Love everyone. Love you too, brother. We'll catch you if you want. All want to come over to Nart. You're all welcome over at Nart. Yep. Head We're on. There. Head on over, guys. I'm not gonna be there tonight because I'm getting ready to go to bed. So I can okay. be ready head on over tomorrow for for men's yep, night. There you go. There you go. <laughs> awesome. No, I don't know what it might be. It might be a mixed night tomorrow night. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. Later, brother. Later, Love brother. Y'all. Have a good night. Love you, man. You too. And all of you, once again, thank you so much. Uh, 
it, it just a great chat tonight. Um, you guys are absolutely amazing. I am just so grateful to be part of this family. Like I said, we need each other so much. Um, God has put us all together for a reason. We've got a lot of work to do ahead of us. Um, we don't want to sit back and do nothing. We got some work to do. But guys, I love you all with all of my heart. I am thankful. Have an absolutely beautiful weekend. I'll be back on Monday. Like I said, tonight or this weekend, I'm going to spend time with my mom. And I am going to get uh, my studio moved over and hopefully fix the issues. I'm going to be getting on Stipe. Once again, I want to thank you that have reached out to me in my Gmail as well, giving us other um, options and suggestions um, for uh, other things in Zoom. So thank you so much. We're going to get this problem fixed. But all of you have an absolutely beautiful weekend. Like I said, take the time, kick off your shoes, spend the time with the family, play some board games, stay away from the media if at all possible. Tell your mom and your dad, your sister, your family, and your friends that you love them and spend some time with Jesus. There's no better way to spend your time than in that gospel. Guys, I love you much. Have an absolutely beautiful weekend. And I leave you with this. Oh, say can you see By the dawn's early light What so proudly we held At the twilight Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets regular the bombs That our flag was still there. Oh, say, does that star spangled banner yet wave? Have an absolutely beautiful night and a beautiful weekend. Spoiler alert once again, God wins. So fear not, stress not. Let go of all of your anxiety. Pray, pray, pray. Never stop. We need to pray more than we ever have. We'll get through these just fine. But guys, I love you all very, very much. I hope you have an absolutely beautiful weekend. And God bless.